0: over 30 years of serving the Arizona homeowner 14 years in a row ranking Arizona's best referral network rosie protecting you informing you and educating you it's rosie on the house come on in everybody welcome to every Arizona homeowner's happy place We're here to inform, protect, and entertain you on each and every topic having to do with the maintenance, repair, or remodeling of your house, home, castle, or cabin. You can join the conversation and ask us any question you'd like about any home in Arizona. We actually took a question on a home in Vermont two weeks ago, and uh, Mark and I have missed each other about six times on phone calls. But I had to actually do some research to find out an answer for him, because the question he had was on oil-fired furnaces.
1: That's not a usual topic for us.
0: I've never even seen (laughs) an oil-fired furnace. There is a home in Paradise Valley that was built in 1928 that has an oil tank in the basement, but... It's long since been decommissioned. That's the closest I've ever seen to an oil-fired furnace. So we'll do some research. We've got contacts all across the country. But if you're calling about a home outside Arizona, it might take us a little while to dig that information up. But if you are in Arizona and you want to fix your home, repair your home, Remodel your home, maintain your home. You have any question about Arizona home ownership? Whether you're brand new to the state or you've been here your whole life, no matter where you are in the state, chances are whatever you're trying to do, we've already tried it a time or two. And no matter where you are, we've probably been there.
1: And I've prepped a call for second segment for you. Um, this will help a lot of people. Uh, a lady whose whole garage ceiling fell down, and her garage is now full of the insulation and stuff and she's got cracks throughout her house and it's an established neighborhood so it's a very unique situation however many people call us about cracks and and we'll talk through how you know when it's something to really be concerned about okay
0: all right very she's good. anxiously
1: awaiting she's so anxiously
0: awaiting yes. so we'll take that call you're queuing that up to pull her in a little bit later she actually called i think during the landscaping hour. yeah she
1: was in panic mode it's pretty, okay. pretty significant
0: well that's what we do we melt your panic away Any anxiety you have about your house, home, castle, or cabin, give us a ring. Let us know what's driving that anxiety, and we'll melt it away for you. That's how we become every Arizona homeowner's best friend, and that's how we have become and established ourselves as every Arizona homeowner's happy place every single Saturday morning. So we've got a newsletter that goes out every Thursday for you insiders that have logged on to our website rosieonthouse.com. We mail about 20,000 of these digital newsletters out to folks who have requested a subscription to it. It You simply go to the website, request it, and it'll come in your mailbox every single Thursday. It tells you what we're going to be covering on that next Saturday. So you'll it'll hit your mailbox on Thursday, and it'll tell you what's coming up on Saturday. You can also have our one of our home maintenance calendars and you can see the topics pretty much all year long. So there's a whole lot of ways to kind of get tipped off of what we're talking about. And this particular week, we're, this particular hour, we'll be talking about interior design and how to get started. And uh, we, we've, we've roped Jennifer out of the uh, call screening booth because Jennifer and I are beginning a remodel at our home. And we haven't remodeled anything in our home in about 20 years. It was The kitchen was the last thing we did.
1: It's looking a little tired. (laughs) Maybe a a lot tired.
0: So Jennifer's going to share with you her firsthand experience of what it's like to get started. And we're going to do that with Rochelle Horn, who is our interior designer at Rosie Wright Remodeling. Rochelle is joining us here live in studio. Thank you for doing so.
2: Good morning, Rosie. Good morning, Jennifer. Hey, She's a
1: certified kitchen and bath Designer. designer. That's right. I want to say specialist and we're going to talk a little bit
0: about our long our long relationship. We've been together in this industry for a long, long time. Let's see if we can take Michael first, calling from Glendale. He's got a call in here real quick. Let's see if we can take care of him, and then we'll get to the topic of uh, getting your remodeling started in interior design and some trends and what you need to be looking for. Michael. Hello. Uh My house
3: is 65 years old. Uh, I'm replacing the old cast iron pipes and putting in a new bathroom. Three really quick questions. Uh, one, I like to get four estimates on jobs like this, and plumbers want to run a camera through the pipes. Do I pay one each one a couple hundred bucks, or would you pay one to do it? Will the other plumbers use it? And the second question is, is it, is it all or nothing on pipe replacements? In other words, do they mix and match cast iron in the modern piping in some cases? Or is it all or nothing? And the third one is... Do you expect a guarantee on a huge job like that? Like if you have a backup in a year, the plumbers expected to be stand behind their work and take care of it if you have a problem, or do you just stuck paying the whole bill
0: again? And, and Michael, are you replacing the cast iron waste lines or galvanized supply lines?
3: Uh, you know, I've had a lot of different problems, and they're just— going to run the cameras and tell me I've had all sorts of problems, you know, based on pipes that age.
0: Okay. So if you're looking at running a camera through your cast iron waistlines, uh, you should be able to pay for that once and then they give you that digital file for others to view and for you to view yourself. Um, You have options. We can get in there and saw cut where we think the lines are. Uh, we're going to have to go through your existing floor covering. We're going to have to go through your existing concrete. We're going to make a tremendous mess through your house and actually replace all the pipe. Take out what's there, put it back in, new trench, put it back together, go to the outside stem wall of the house, pick it up from there, and run it all the way to the sewer tap. Now, the other way they've been doing this is they have come up about 15 years ago with an epoxy balloon that they put inside the pipe after they film it and verify the pipes in good enough shape then they put a liner on the inside of your waistline it's no less expensive but it is tremendously less invasive so it's still expensive it can be a good option if the pipes are right Uh, and i can tell you there are several companies in town that do it uh several have tried to become rosy certified their customer service was so horrible, we couldn't bring them on board. So proceed with caution. Four estimates. Uh, I tell people, look, interview three. Uh, you'll, de- you'll develop a chemistry with one or two of them. Uh, find out who shows up on time. Who gives you the estimate in a detailed, complete manner quickly. It's, it's what they do all the time. It shouldn't take a long time to put this together. Uh, check references. And uh, as far as a warranty, it's going to depend. Do you want the liner or do you want the new pipe? And they, they won't, uh, um, I mean, the, the, the new pipe is going to go another 60 years. The liner, they say, is going to go another 60 years. And as to whether or not they'll come back for a, a, a backup or not, yeah, I would guess they'll certainly do that. So proceed with caution. I like the liner method. I just haven't found someone I'm real excited about sponsoring or supporting or endorsing that do it thanks for the call michael all right he wanted to talk about some uh, bathroom remodeling and then uh, re-plumbing and repiping a home and that's kind of where we're going to start today miss jennifer
1: well we we already did that part so we, we're good to go i think uh, we we did the liner in the back end of the house and like you said it was expensive but it didn't tear anything up but now it's time to tear it up so we've got a hall bathroom that's uh, I hate to admit, it's original to the house.
0: Yes, it is. <laughs> we had
1: six kids sharing it at one
0: time. Yep.
1: Is that child abuse? I don't know. Nope. <laughs> it builds character, right? No, it
0: was not. Boys showered at night, girls <laughs> showered in the morning. That's right. Nothing wrong with that.
1: And um, so, anyway, um, we, we decided we're not going to do any walls or moving anything around. So, we're just gutting it basically. It has an old sunken tub, got to fill that in. So, um, and then beyond that, I really didn't have much vision of what would be done of course you work in it every day you had some ideas
0: too many ideas that was the problem
1: and so um i consulted with rochelle and she took me shopping and i have to say it saved me probably months having one afternoon with rochelle so far we've had a couple meetings and um and gone from there so rochelle um can you just kind of talk through how you, how you rope in somebody like me? What do, what do, where do we go from, hey, I, have, I want to get this done, but I have no idea where to start? So
2: I often suggest, let's find one thing that you love. Because it makes all the rest of the decisions fall in place pretty easily. So we started at, uh, because it's not a very large vanity, we started at the boneyard.
1: And I, wouldn't have not, I would not have known to do that without you. So we, we wanted a remnant, basically. Yes. Right.
2: Yes. And we found a gorgeous piece of stone. We did. That's going to be a real statement piece in mm-hmm. there. And that made the rest of it really very easy, I thought. What's, I did What's too. ironic
0: is you, you look at that slab, the, the piece that we have, and then Jennifer goes to this little bitty tiny vein. <laughs> And she says that's what caught my eye and then I drove the rest yeah. of the design. It and of wasn't it was copper. Slab, <laughs> uh, it wasn't the entire slab effect on her. It was that one little bitty vein that
1: Well the other cool thing about that piece is I have loved the new greens that have come out and the cabinet uh, choices in, in just a light, beautiful green and even though the slab is mostly blacks and grays and this vein of copper, it also has hints of that green. So we pulled, when we stopped at the cabinet shop, we walked in the door. I mean, it took me five minutes. I said, I want that one. So that was really cool. And that's
2: the trick is finding, you know, what is the the path? Mm-hmm. Um, because things then naturally just fall into place so it really limits then what our tile selections are Mm -hmm. based on these other selections that we're very comfortable with
1: yeah i mean we spent one afternoon and we made our way through the countertop (coughs) the cabinets and the tile we still haven't completely buttoned down the tile but we have several to choose from and we're just kind of playing with those and playing with the design but i wouldn't know what how to measure or you know i there's so I, many things. I so really kind of
0: sympathize with people when I meet them for the first time, if they haven't remodeled. Uh, I sympathize with how many decisions they don't know are going to be involved. Uh, and I put off remodeling because I know how many decisions that are going to have to be made. So I keep saying, oh, it's fine. It's not leaking. looks good to me. I love it. <laughs> Folks, let's, we go get, uh, let's go skiing. That's Let's go skiing. Let's create family memories. Let's put up family horseback riding trip together. Folks, when we get back, we'll be talking a little bit more with Rochelle Horn, Certified Kitchen and Bath Designer at Rosie Wright Remodeling, as well as answering your questions. You can join the conversation by dialing one 767 4348 Right back at Rosie on the House. In our ongoing pursuit of 35 years of trying to become every Arizona homeowner's best friend, we're answering your questions about home remodeling, home ownership, home maintenance, and home repair. Gary, let's bring Miss Julie in, who's got a concern and question for us, and see if we can't help her out. Good morning, Miss Julie.
3: Good morning. How are you?
0: Good. What are you up to today?
3: Oh emptying things out of my house because i'm a little concerned okay um last sunday last saturday night and into sunday the my ceiling of my garage collapsed um it was nailed i now know um and i've learned that four or five other neighbors have had the same thing happen Um, in their seal in their garages and or atrium which i don't know what that means because I don't have an atrium, but my neighbor just okay. told me that. All right. I, so I, and now I've noticed my living room seems, which is shares the block wall of the garage almost appears as if one of the, you know, where the, the Joyce go, I guess that's what okay. you call it. All right. The boards across almost looks, and I took a picture and showed you, it almost looks like it's kind of sagging just a slight because you can see it. You can see in the drywall in the ceiling where it kind of looks, and I'm concerned it's going to collapse as well. Now, Julie, so Julie, I, the
0: the the a piece of the garage ceiling fell in.
3: Yes, the drywall came down.
0: Like a, a piece of it, or like all of it?
3: Um, half of it.
0: The at one part, time, um, all at one time?
3: No. Uh, Saturday night, my dog barked. It, in the corner, maybe a quarter of it came down, and I went, "Oh my gosh!" So I, I had my grandson, so I couldn't go in there. The next day, um, I went to buy eight foot two by fours to hold up the rest of it, <laughs> okay. so it didn't fall in. And I came home from Home Depot, and within three minutes, the remaining part just sounded like a bomb went off in my garage. Holy cow! So,
0: now, it, was it raining it, last Saturday night? Or, I mean, was no, it? No, this...
3: it's no rain damage. That's the thing. Um, the The drywall is not wet. I turned okay. it over and now I believe it has asbestos, so I'm not going to touch it anymore what, because my neighbor had asbestos. Okay.
0: What age is your home?
3: 1978.
0: Yeah, it probably does. We, we banned asbestos residentially in 77, but uh, wholesalers were allowed to continue selling everything that they had in inventory. So we generally asbestos test any home we're going to remodel that's built before by 81 or 82 so it probably does right. have asbestos now Julie the thing about asbestos is when it's in place it's not harmful to anybody but, it, Understood. When it, but when the little fragments get caught in the air like when a drywall ceiling falls down that's it's called friable it's the friable component of asbestos is dangerous to breathe um, uh, Julie I don't think I've asked you yet where in Arizona are you
3: I live Basically, on the, I live real close to Paradise Valley Mall. I'm on oh. Tatum and just south of Thunderbird.
0: Okay. It used to be Paradise so, Valley Mall. Yeah, yeah, right. right. <laughs> all right. So, well, yeah. yeah, right. right. <laughs> Sorry, okay. I'm, I'm a
3: native. <laughs> okay.
0: All right. So this all fell down last weekend. Is it still just because of your fear of asbestos? Is it all just sitting there in the garage right now, insulation and everything down on the ground?
3: Yes, and okay. the problem is this morning I went in to look, and now my garage door went up sometime in the middle of the night. I'm going to assume, and some of the drywall has spilled out onto my outside of my garage, and now I don't know what to do, so oh, I called got... an abatement
0: Wow, okay. You, yeah. You, you have called an abatement company?
3: I did. I took pictures and sent them to them, but I don't know. I have no idea who to use, and I, I had, um, I called my insurance, and they said, some guy from the East coast hire, just said, bring whoever you want, but they called, I didn't know anybody. So they called a, uh, okay. you know, uh, well, well, a company ju- to come out and look at it who looked at it two days ago. And they said it'd be about a week before they'd know if it's insurable. Cause I don't okay. even know if my insurance will cover it.
0: Okay. Uh, Julie in 35 years of broadcasting the radio show, I've, this is the first time, and Jennifer is just now showing me the pictures that you sent to her phone. This, She's not kidding. This is incredible, the fact that it all happened in that time frame without any rain damage at all. Uh, but the good news is, Julie, is I'm in your neighborhood like 100 times a week. Uh, that's kind of the area we operate in. So we've got your name and number. Uh this situation has my curiosity level up so high that I'd like to kind of put my own eye on it and see if we can tell what's happening. So I'm going to call you right after the program and see what we can set up as far as me doing a drive-by and see what you've got. The, the, folks, if, if, if there was a way to post those pictures, I mean, I wouldn't, want to, I wouldn't want to compromise our privacy. But that's the most incredible event I've seen in a long, long time.
1: Yeah, I have to get her permission. That's something.
0: Yeah, okay.
1: We may have to have her move her car.
0: Well, Ju- <laughs> well, Julie, you've called the right person, but it isn't anything I'm going to be able to solve over this broadcast. Kind of I mean, looks
2: like hurricane damage uh,
0: to I, uh, It looks like earthquake Earth, damage. That's I mean, something will shake, rattle, and roll that house. Uh, absolutely incredible. I'm going to be anxious to see it myself. Hey, when we get back, we'll continue the conversation with Rochelle Horn, Certified Kitchen and Bath Designer with Rosie Wright Remodeling, talking about trends that we discovered at the KBIS Show in Las Vegas a month ago. All right, let's bring it back to remodeling and design trends. And uh, with Rochelle Horn from Rosie Wright Design Build Remodeling, my wife, Jennifer, who's about ready to become a customer. <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, what it
1: took, Rochelle. <laughs> and, uh, yeah,
0: yeah. And, uh, and myself. We were all in Vegas for the Kitchen and Bath show, the, industri- the Industry Builders show, the Hardware show, all held at one time. And we came home with a lot we wanted to talk about. And today, we want to focus on what we saw as trends. Rochelle, uh, how far back can you recognize trends? When did you break into the industry?
2: Well, I've been a certified kitchen and bath designer since 2002. Okay. However, my dad is a cabinet maker. So okay. All I right. grew up in hardware stores, and, you know, it's just remodeling just gets in your blood.
0: Yeah, it does. It does. I'm thinking uh, we're always being sheep-led by some mysterious force, into what the new trends are, what the color of next year is going to be, stuff like that. I'm I'm kind of done with the grays, the whites, the blacks, and the blands.
1: Amen. I was so glad to see so much color, yes. color everywhere, cabinets <clears throat> and, and uh, plumbing fixtures. Uh, though I wasn't so much about the one brand that had like the light pink toilet and the purple. <laughs> I, was, I no. wasn't. It was like Easter egg colors. I'm like, yeah, I don't think so.
2: But... Well, and a toilet's a pretty permanent structure. Mm If you really love that color so much that you want to live with it for the next 30 years, you know, maybe we incorporate color in uh, wallpaper, which is really trendy right now, or paint colors so that when your mood changes, you know, it's not, you're not having to, you know, blow up the bathroom and start all over again.
0: It is incredible, just for the little simple bathroom we're doing, how many choices there are. I mean, I think Jennifer's looked at pictures of about 7,000 cabinet door pools.
1: <laughs> I kind of
2: enjoy that. that and that, and that's knew? just... Which is that, just scratching
0: the surface. And that's just one decision. Yeah. Well, How, how are we going to... What are we going to put on the cabinet doors to open and close it? So... Y'all, let me know when the decision-making process is right down get it down to about ninety-five percent, and then I'll either bless it or change it all.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> huh? So maybe you need to go skiing. Uh, so, <laughs> so let's talk a little bit, though. You know, the trends this year I liked because they were things that um, are not so specific. They're were, they're were kind of improvements. I as I see them, like the lighting. It was so. Let's start with kitchens. The lighting in the kitchens has improved so much. It truly has, and.
2: Um, you know, LED has come a long way. Mm -hmm. Um, Yes, it's sort of expensive at the onset, but the lifetime works its way through a a longer period of time. And then you can pick whether you want it warm or cool or, you know, how are you going to, what are you going to do in this space? So Mm -hmm. what
1: is your lighting needs? Well, they have lighting for... Under the cabinets. That's what's. In,
0: that's what I like is all the different places they're putting light. Like
1: task lighting. Mo-
0: motion detected task light that lights the toe kicks of the bathroom when you walk in at night and all the lights are turned off.
1: Or, or and for the kitchen too. And also, um, Revishelf had some beautiful lighting applications for your drawer. You pull out your drawer and the lights turn on. Right. Wow. You don't have to dig. You can. Some of my drawers you have to really dig. But with the lighting, it's right there, right there in front of you. So I really, really like the lighting. And then if you have the task light, you can choose really beautiful things that you like. You know, they may not provide the kind of light you need for the kitchen, but artistically and design-wise, they're very beautiful. And it's dimmable. So when you need more light, you can turn it
2: up. And when you want just ambient soft light, you can turn it down. And so lots and lots of choices and options.
1: Yeah, I found that this... Designing is a lot more technical than I realized. I mean, you look at the end result in the magazines, and it's also beautiful, but you've you've got to incorporate so many things. You've got to incorporate sizes and availability and lasting, you know, how durable is a product. So there's a lot to it. Well, in maintenance.
2: What is it going to take to maintain it? Mm. So I think that that's a critical factor
1: as well. Lots to think about. And then um, storage is uh, on a whole new level these days.
0: I'm going to invest in Revishel, but be- <laughs> before you finish designing the kitchen, I promise you that.
1: <laughs> you just can't. That the booth was huge. I mean, there's so many applications. Oh, it was
0: absolutely, absolutely incredible. Well, I mean, y'all were talking about light, and I can tell you, the older I get, the more light I need. I mean, when somebody decided when somebody decided to put a headlight on a on a cordless drill. That, game changer that was a game changer and then open a drawer and have lights go on or and or pull outs wherever shall pull out they are lit
1: or uh, lighting at your barbecue
0: grill oh man
1: yeah so as, as far as storage though like um the pantries it's huge how you c- all the availability of things inserts into cabinets things that you can cabinets are pipe inserts that allow you to pull it down and see what's inside trash cans that pull out you know, making use of every available space. And safely. And clutter-free. Yes. I love the clutter-free part. I love getting those things in the We used to call them um, appliance garages. But now they you know, they've kind of come back to that where it's this clean look because everybody's kind of living in the kitchen for a lot more reasons than just eating. So it kind of gives you a chance to make it feel like more of a living space instead of a, you know, constantly producing food kind of space. And then the seating in there, too – the, the idea of the second island has become kind of a mm-hmm. second island for seating and for storage underneath but you'd need a pretty big kitchen to do that wouldn't absolutely. you absolutely right the in good kitchen
2: design you don't want your island to be an elephant in the middle of the room you know it needs to flow with the space and and work with you and not against you so it can be tricky
1: yeah have you done two have you tried the two in any? Sp- in
2: we've any tried spaces? a couple of times mm-hmm. um and actually, I think I proposed one for your new kitchen. This is true.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: We'll get, see how we do in we'll, the bathroom.
0: We'll have the room in that project.
1: Yeah.
0: yeah. I, I'd like hooks just to hang the grandchildren on. No.
1: On the wall. <laughs> They're all too big for that. And joke. then
0: just like little fold-out trays from the wall. Just...
1: Oh, that's cool. That's cool.
0: See? No? Maybe not. Maybe not. I think we ought to talk. Could we go back to color? Because I'm so worn out. Sure. Uh, and the builders and developers love the fact that somebody decided black, white, and gray was going to be it because it's so cheap to do.
1: <laughs> was that the reasoning?
0: Uh, well, I, I don't know if that was the reasoning, but they all love that it's the thing. I mean, black asphalt shingles, black frame windows. Can't get expensive, and then you just paint the whole thing white. Uh, uh, I that To me, that's going to be an extremely dated look. You'll know exactly when it was done, kind of like... Um, Orange carpet. You know, shag carpet, you know. But anyway. So, Rochelle, if someone wanted to get a hold of us at Rosie Wright Remodeling, how would you tell them to do that?
2: Well, you could certainly call us. Juliet would uh, take your call and collect some information and set up a time for us to have a further conversation
0: and what we'll do when you call and tell us about a project you'd like to tackle uh, we'll get your name your address your phone number juliet collects all that information then one of the designers will call you back and actually talk you through the project in a little bit more detail so we can get a better idea of what you'd like done and then we set a first meeting and at that first meeting we kind of like to establish what your budget parameters are going to be Um, i always tell homeowners Never answer the contract. If a contractor asks you what your budget is, never, never answer that question. If you're dealing with a remodeler who's experienced in your neighborhood, doing the kind of work you want done, all you need to do is explain to that person what you want done, and they should be able to tell you what your budget needs to be. Rochelle, am I close to being accurate that when we give people their budget ranges, it's generally... Twice what they were expecting, is that is that is that a fair?
2: It's not uncommon.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's not uncommon, uh, and that has even been more the case in the way prices have accelerated in the last three years.
2: Absolutely. Um,
0: we had an occasion to bid a small, a very small kitchen uh, that was an insurance claim, and uh, we bid it at one point. And it was a small kitchen that just needed some insurance repair work. And it was $28,000. And the homeowner had trouble settling with the insurance company and came back 14 months later. And to do exactly the same thing, 14 months later, was $42,000. So we've seen a real spike here the last few years on costs. Um, So... That, I'm, I'm just trying to set the stage for any of you who are considering it. Um, I don't want you to be mad at us. We're not winning any popularity contests with that. But let's go back to the article just on...
1: Let's talk a little bit about bathroom trends. Let's do it. I really like that. You know, with, with um, everybody being home so much, bathrooms became more of a... Everybody's kind of looking for this little retreat area. So some of the things that I think that are pretty cool that have been incorporated, uh, Rochelle, are... Um, Just the biophilia, just the attempt to make things feel natural, maybe a window that looks out into a garden or colors that reflect being outside because we've realized how much we need to be outside. Mm -hmm. And so I think that's one trend um, that I really appreciate. And then the whole spa feel. Mm -hmm. Um,
2: Body sprays and multiple shower heads and steam
1: showers Picking oh. out plumbing fixtures for that type of feel is, is pretty complicated. I mean, there's so many things to choose from. Absolutely. But those, like the shower heads, can make a huge difference. They have them for two, they have, them, you know, they have the handhelds that go on the wall. I
2: love a handheld mm-hmm. along with a wall mount. I'm not a huge fan of a rain shower because I don't wash my hair every day, mm-hmm. so I want some options. Yeah. Um, but the handheld can be great because it can help. When it's time to clean the shower, Mm -hmm. it makes that easier. Um, Also, if it's on a slide bar, you can move it down and you can treat it like a body spray. So if my lower back needs more attention, then
1: that can be a way to accomplish that. And half the fun of picking out the plumbing um, fixtures is the finishes. Absolutely. And the finishes have come Mm -hmm. so far. You know, when we were younger, gold was like gold plated. It was so tacky. Gold is now absolutely beautiful. If you just help open any magazine, you're going to see a lot of gold, which you know, because of my frame of reference, I wasn't excited about. But seeing the finishes, that champagne—what do they call it? The champagne champagne bronze bronze. is absolutely beautiful. Well, and the finishes have have improved in that it
2: used to be that if it was the uh, antique brass, it the antiquing continued and it got kind of nasty mm-hmm. looking like mm-hmm. <laughs> nice so now it's more the forever finishes mm-hmm. and so they don't tend to wear like that or develop that patina now some people still want some of that patina mm-hmm. but that's part of the conversation
1: yeah and so um, what do you th- is there anything you say stay away from are we
0: Talk, talking through kitchen okay. and bathroom remodeling with Rochelle Horn from Rosie Wright Design Build Remodeling and Jennifer, her next customer, (laughs) and all that they learned at the Kitchen and Bath Show and all the decision-making processes that you need to be aware of if you're going to try and tackle a kitchen or bath remodel more when we get back. Now, here you go. This is what I love about being a facilitator of information between Arizona homeowners and the team of experts we have. Did you get some input? Julie. whose okay. His garage ceiling fell on her floor. All the insulation. The pictures are incredible. Our structural engineer is listening to the show. Huh. He says, hey, I just heard that crazy, and this is a text he sent me. I just heard that crazy call on the radio about the potential seismic type damage I, too, would be curious to look at it if you'd like an engineer's eye on the scene. so
1: Is he coming with but us? So, awesome. Ju- so
0: Julie, uh, uh, Rosie, to I'll, the rescue. I'll be there, <laughs> and my structural engineer also wants to be there. But these kinds of things are the things you just have to find out. Why did it happen? What happened?
1: And neighbors having it is very and mysterious. That's very mysterious. Stay tuned. We will promise to give you the rest of the story. Sometimes right. we don't give the rest of the story. But... Um, we were talking about kitchen bath and design today yes. with Rochelle Horn, yes. certified kitchen bath uh, designer. And so glad you joined us today, Rochelle. I wanted to kind of wrap up. We've been talking about the kitchens, the trends and the bathrooms, the trends and the, tre- the bathrooms being kind of like a spa-like experience. And we were just wrapping that up. But people have also added their exercise space there, which is really cool if you have a big enough space. And also just the idea of personalizing it where you're really looking forward to just a place to go, oh, this is my spot. And I think what I realized, um, Rochelle, shopping with you is, you know, your idea is find something you love. So I, I think if you're looking for an interior designer, you're not some, necessarily looking for someone to come in and wow you with their opinion on what's beautiful you need to find somebody who says what do you think is beautiful and let's work off of that and I really appreciate it. I think that intimidates a lot of people like oh I don't want to do that because I may not end up with something I like so someone who guides you in the process so thank you for that that's been really fun to kind of learn what I like and so let's talk just a little bit you had some thoughts on how someone could get started on just starting to think about it um you know we talked about um Making a list. You said you're really good. You like, really like these lists.
2: A list can be really helpful in that you don't have to try and remember to share this information. And it can help you also then to prioritize, you know, what's really important here.
1: Because likely you won't be able to afford everything you like, right?
2: <laughs> Found that out pretty quick. Um, magazines can mm-hmm. be a great way. You know, oh, I love the look of this bathroom. Oh, well, what do you love about that bathroom? oh, well, I don't really like that, and I don't really like that, so, you know, you can zero in on what is it that you really like about that, and how might we incorporate that?
1: That takes a little practice. I mean, after spending the good part of, you know, a morning with you, um, I, I started kind of thinking like that, and I said, I, don't, I, I pinpointed things I didn't know I felt about things. Like, I don't like that color. I, it doesn't do anything for me. And you're like, okay, then let's go over here. Right. So to have somebody to kind of guide you through that mm-hmm. process. Mm-hmm. And do you have magazines that you love that you just are like foolproof? Do you have any you like or you just you just like looking
2: at everything? I like looking at everything. I have a hard time picking stuff for myself because it's like, oh, well,
1: I really like that and I really <laughs> like that. And it's like, okay, so I won't do anything. Um, okay. So what happens if you feel like you're just overwhelmed? What should somebody, where could they start? How could they find somebody to help them through the process, designer?
2: Well, you could certainly call Rosie Wright Design Build Remodeling. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the, and the National Kitchen and Bath Association has, have people that specialize in kitchen and bath design. Um, ASID has a plethora of designers. Um, my suggestion is you find someone that is a good listener, that is listening to what you want and not just coming to say, this is what we should do.
1: And they should have some pictures of things they've done before as well, right?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Right. You know, and um, we did a little project for my mom, and she had spent hours looking at things online. But it's not the same as, you know, putting boots on the ground and going and touching things and feeling things and seeing them in real light and, and the weight of things and just all those things together. So she hired a designer who came and would bring her things, and she'd go, oh, I really like that. And she thought she would love something, and she didn't. So just having somebody to facilitate that and know where to find things.
2: So some clients really enjoy the field trip Mm -hmm. and want to go. Mm -hmm. Um, I've had some clients that want me to pre-shop for them, so Mm -hmm. I'm going to come and bring them three flooring samples and three cabinet samples and some countertops. And, you know, so it just really depends on how – the person uh, that you're working with is mm-hmm. processing information.
0: And they all do it separate. When y'all go on y'all shopping trip, I want you to put both my hands in a vice grip and just shove bamboo shoots up my fingernail and y'all go shopping. I would rather that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> he does hate that part of the process. Oh, lordy, lordy.
0: That's not for me. That's for sure. Rochelle Horn, certified kitchen and bath designer from Rosie Wright Remodeling, helping us talk through in this past hour Steps you ought to consider taking to get the whole process started. Now in the next hour, we're gonna change the subject just a little bit. One of the remodeling projects that we're getting asked a lot, for those of you that live in a typical Arizona ranch home, you've got a little seven foot patio door on the back patio over a patio cover that doesn't give you any view and you want the back of the house now to be a glass wall. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about all that's involved in that particular project when we get back as well as answer your questions. And we've got a couple people on call right now. We'll get to your questions, feed you the best answers we possibly can, and line them up right here at Rosie.